I started this episode by talking about the need to surround yourself with the right people. Entrepreneurship may appear individualistic, but it really isn't. It's a team sport. You know, you need people on whose shoulders you're going to rise, right? You need, and these critical people are the people who have, who have your ears. These are people you listen to. These are people you approach when you need to make critical decisions. And I talked about six of them. Every big thing starts small. It's a natural law. Every big multinational corporation was once a small business. Welcome to the Small Starter Business Podcast, a unique podcast for practical tips and advice to help you start, grow, or turn around your business. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Small Starter Business Podcast. I am your host, John Paul Iwoha. Today's episode is quite fascinating, you know, and that's because it's a subject, it's a topic that is very likely going to be taken for granted, but it is very important, right? It's very important because we're talking about how you make progress personally as an entrepreneur. And in, in this case, I'm talking about the people you need to surround yourself with. Because unfortunately, we see all these success stories we read it in magazines, we see them on social media, we watch them on TV of how these entrepreneurs are very successful. You see the Jeff Bezos, you see the Bill Gates, you see the Aliko Dangote, right? You see them as individuals who have risen to the heights of achievement. But what we don't see are those very critical people they surround themselves with. The thing about entrepreneurship is that you cannot do it alone, right? You cannot amass all that fortune alone. You cannot build value alone. You cannot succeed alone. You're going to need people. You're going to rise on the shoulders of people. people. You will need people to guide you along the way. The unfortunate thing is that I think people are not being told the full story. You know, the story we see is the singular individual who, have, who, who has achieved success. But success is never an individual activity. You always have people, you know, around you you have to you have to do it with the right people and that's exactly what this episode is about who are these right people if you have to choose the right people to surround yourself with as an entrepreneur who is on your own way to your personal achievement what whatever that is whether it is financial achievement whether it is recognition whether it's creating jobs for people whether it's you know making your customers very happy who are the kinds of people you surround yourself with this episode is about six types of people, right? Six types of people you surround yourself with. And these are the people who will significantly improve your chances that you achieve your goals, you achieve your dreams, and you become that version of yourself that you expect to be in the next five, seven, ten years, or whatever um, uh, timeline you have, you, you have set for yourself. So without much ado, let's look at these um, six, I call them advisors, right? Let's look at these six advisors. At the very top, and this is in no particular order, right? So no one of these people is more important than the other one. But of course, I have to, I have to, I have to number them. So in no particular order, the first is your banker, right? And it makes a lot of sense. If you're in business, it's very likely you're going to run your money through the banks, right? So especially in this day and age, the banks are the main repository for how money flows around in the economy. 
It's very likely your customers are going to pay you through a bank. It's very likely you're going to receive money in your bank. It's very likely you're going to move money around through your bank. So it makes sense that you have somebody within the banking system who is your guy, who is your advisor, right? Now, this is a guy who helps you with business transactions and advises you on the best way to move money around, whether locally or internationally. And you know there can be implications when it comes to fees, right? How much bank charges you pay, uh, how long it will take, you know? So sometimes you're trying to do an international transfer. It takes like three days or so. A banker is likely to know which option or another option that will take maybe just 24 hours or maybe just five minutes, right? Because they're an insider. They, they work within the system. Another important role that a banker friend or advisor can do for you is that they can inform you of new banking products and opportunities that could benefit your business. The other day, um, my wife attended a very important training program, and it was a free program, right, organized by a bank. We never saw it on social media. It was never really advertised. The only way we got to find out about that, about that was because of my guy in the bank. He's the one who called up and said, you know, John Paul, there's this thing that's coming up. I think it's going to be valuable. I couldn't go, so my, my wife went, and it was, it was helpful to her own, to her business, right? So these are some of the benefits you get. You need somebody you call in the bank that can make things happen. So you can't just go through, if you're going through customer service, the normal customer service, that's fine, right? But you get to a level in business where you need a runner, somebody who can make things happen for you, especially when you need to initiate transactions or you need to make things happen very quickly. You need your guy. So a banker, very important. Uh, if you're going to surround yourself with people, make sure that one of those people is a banker, a banking insider. The second uh, kind of person I want to talk about is a financial advisor, right? This is your money guy. Now, what this guy does is he's a person who advises you on the best way to use money, to grow money, and to maximize your financial resources. So this typically will be an accountant or somebody who has some background in finance. They understand things like the time value of money. They understand the implications of letting money sit in one bank account versus another bank account. They know when money should be working hard and not just be sitting idle. And these are things you may ordinarily miss, right? So that's one important thing about um, having a financial person around you. These people understand the numbers. They understand the implications. There are sometimes when you just have money sitting in a certain Please, let me give you one certain example. The other time I was speaking to one of such friends and he said, you know, most of these trades you're doing in local currency. Did you know that the value of the inflation and then the unpredictability of the interest rates could be costing you more? So why don't you domicile some of your funds in foreign currency, in USD, so that you handle your local bills in local currency and handle your international bills in international currency, right? I never really saw that from that angle, but it took somebody who understands finance really, right, to give me that, that, that insight, which was very beneficial. Another area where the finance person can help you is to keep you away from touching bad money. There are entrepreneurs who make the big mistake of taking money that could significantly hurt their business. Some people take bank loans, for example. They take loans that are too expensive, or they take loans that they cannot pay given the timelines for paying back that loan. So you take a loan, maybe the interest is okay, but then the bank is asking you to pay up that money within six months or one year. 
and you think you can do it. But then you need the finance guy to look at it and say, I don't think the business has enough cash flows to pay back this loan. So it's not a matter of making profit or loss. The business will be profitable. The loan will help us make more profit, yes. But we don't have the cash flows to pay back the loan the way the bank said so. What we can achieve is this amount. So can we go back to the bank and ask them to either extend the time or reduce the, um, the, the repayment amounts that we're going to make? That insight can only come from somebody who understands the implications of the amount of money you're asking for. So that's it for a loan. It could also be the same thing with equity. You have investors who are coming in and they're coming in with equity. You need somebody who understands the implications of the numbers. And again, business is all about numbers. If you want to make sales, you want to make profits, all of these things are numbers. So you need to have somebody in your circle who is the numbers guy, right? And I can tell the, I can tell the difference, you know? My first degree was in mechanical engineering. So I was a numbers person, but not in financial, you know? When I went through my financial qualifications and then getting um, certified, you know, getting chartered as a certified accountant, there's a big difference. There's a big difference. You you don't just think through business as business. You can also see the financial implications of some of your actions. So, and the truth is, money is a language of business. Whatever business you're going to run is going to be about dollars and cents. It's going to be about sales, costs, and profits. So you need to understand the numbers. That's why you cannot do without a finance person, somebody who gets the numbers. I can't... Um, overemphasize this because if you don't have such a person, you might miss out on opportunities where you are underutilizing your financial resources or you're getting into bad deals that will cost you money. The third type of advisor you need to have in your corner, this guy is very important, is your business strategy advisor. There are times in business where you need to make some critical decisions that will end up hurting you or helping you. At that point, you are only limited by what you know and what you can see. So sometimes people make decisions that are not properly thought out. And sometimes I don't blame them because maybe they don't understand their strategic options or they don't know how to properly analyze the business situation so that they have enough information to make the right choices, right? What a business strategy advisor does is it helps you, he or she helps you with those important decisions about key aspects of your business. For example, competitive advantage. There are markets you enter. There are products you get into. There are things you do that significantly reduce your ability to compete in the market. And what that does is it exposes your weaknesses and then your competitors can actually take advantage of it and crush you. And sometimes all of this starts with just one decision, a decision that was made within one second you know, to deploy resources in a certain area, to get involved in a certain kind of business, to invest money in a certain kind of thing, which turned out to be the wrong thing. All you needed was somebody who understands business from a strategic perspective. So com competitive advantage is one, um, one, one area where this kind of person will be very useful. Business growth and expansion, for example. You see a business that's doing well at a certain level, and then the moment they start to grow, or, and the business starts to expand, that's when the problem starts, you see? And that's because they are not approaching it from a strategic dimension. You know, strategy sometimes can be taken for granted, but when you appreciate strategy is when you look back on your mistakes and you realize, you know, 
I could have, maybe I didn't need to spend all this money. I wasted a lot of money because that decision I made was poor. You know, I've lost six months or one year because I did not approach this thing strategically. I entered this market the wrong way because I did not approach this thing strategically. So the strategic advisor is that person who helps you mitigate this kind of risk. You know, there are all sorts of risks. There are market risks. I already talked about competitive risk. You have financial risk. You have systemic risk. This is a person who sees those things that you would ordinarily miss. So this is the person who sees the hurricane, the hurricane on the horizon, right? So they also advise you on key relationships and resources you need to acquire, right? It's time to hire a salesperson. This is the kind of person you're looking for. This is how much you should offer. These are strategic moves. You know, when it comes to acquiring resources, do you need to buy that property? Why not lease the property? Just that simple piece of advice has saved you a lot of money. Because if you buy that property, what it means is that you're tied to that property. You're also going to spend a lot of money buying property compared to leasing the property. Leasing is much more flexible. But again, it depends on the situation. And that is what a strategic person can help you do. They can help you evaluate the options that you have based on the information that is available and help you make the decision that maximizes the use of your resources. So that's a very important, uh, important um, area. You need somebody in your corner who thinks strategically. And it's not very common because most people are operational. They just go, they, what they see is one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. A strategic person sees one, five, ten. A strategic person gets to ten in just two steps. But an operational person wants to go from one to two to three to four to five to six, you know. And sometimes, you know, being strategic has a lot to do with maybe your background. It could be the physical character. It could be the personal characteristics of the person. The ability to get involved in critical thinking. The ability to be able to evaluate risks. So I, I don't think I can overbeat this point. It's very important. You have a strategic advisor in your, in your corner. The fourth important person you need in your corner, very important, is a legal advisor, right? Sometimes we don't appreciate the value of a legal advisor until we get into legal trouble. And if you're getting, if you're getting a legal advisor when you're already in trouble, then it means you're doing something that's already too late. So what a legal advisor can do is, this is a person, of course, usually a lawyer, somebody who has a legal background in legal training. This is a person who helps you avoid situations and decisions that could land you in legal trouble. It could be as little as a poorly crafted agreement or contract that you had with your supplier, with your distributor, with an investor, or with an employee. A, a poorly crafted agreement that you just downloaded on the internet puts you into trouble because you did not get somebody to advise you on the legal implications. And sometimes when you get into, into trouble, it might cost you money if it's a civil, if it's a civil matter. Or you might end up in jail if it's a criminal matter, right? So these things are very important. You don't call the lawyer after you've already gotten into trouble. Why not try to get the person involved before you get into trouble? And, you know, sometimes it may not just be the money you lose. It might cause you reputational damage. It might crash your business, you know. All things can get ugly, especially when they concern the legal and regulatory side. They, they could shut down your business if it concerns... Uh, you know, regulation and stuff like that. So this is a person who helps you avoid that kind of trouble. And sometimes it can be easy as, you know, helping you review your legal documents before you sign. You know, that person can say, you know, this clause is very troublesome. 
if you sign this contract, this is the implication. This person is going to do this, and then you will do this, and then he will do this, and then you will lose. So they can see the end. But you cannot see it because you don't have the eye. You don't have the legal eye. But they can see it. And because they can see it, they can save you that trouble just from one piece of advice. So that is the benefit of having a legal advisor in your corner. A legal advisor can also help you find a way out of existing legal troubles. So you're already in trouble. You have a case in court. Somebody has taken, has sued you to court, you know, that sort of thing. This is the kind of person who helps you find a way out, either by some out-of-court settlement, arbitration, uh, you know, some discussion or whatever, you know, right? I, I've had a situation where a client settled a problem just by having his lawyer write a letter to that person, some kind of cease and desist. And most times when people say it's coming from a lawyer, you know, they don't want any trouble with court and all that. So they just step back. So clearly this is somebody you need to have in your corner. Somebody who can, ally, uh, who can advise you on the legal implication of things. Another important advisor you need in your corner. This is, a, this, is a quite, this is quite an important person. I think it's likely you already have this person, but I just need to mention it. This person is a personal guide. This is likely going to be somebody who is your confidant. But the interesting thing about this kind of advisor is you typically go to this person for non-business matters. It's usually about emotional things, mental things. You're going through stress. You're having trouble with somebody at work, maybe your manager, your colleague, or things like that. How do you handle a certain situation? How do you fire somebody? You're feeling, um, you're feeling a loss of sense of esteem and things like that, right? This is the kind of person you talk to. These are things that concern your personal development, your emotional development as a person, right? And this should be somebody who really understands what it means to walk in your shoes. Maybe it might be an older person. It might be somebody who has run a business before. It might be somebody who has tried to run a business before in your kind of industry, right? So that will be helpful because that person will come to the table with that very important emotional connection called empathy. Empathy means that the person really understands how you feel and can give you advice, can provide some emotional support that will help you um, get out of the things that you're going through. Now, this is very important because what researchers are finding is that um, cases of depression, mental, you know, mental, mental instability, emotional instability, bordering on clinical depression is rising among entrepreneurs. Because of the kind of stress we face, because of the kind of um, challenges we face, because of sometimes it might be life, work-life imbalance, right? So it's important that you have this kind of person. It may be your, it may be a spir your spiritual, your spiritual guide. Sometimes it may be your spouse, it may be your friend, it may be your relative. But this is somebody you confide in, somebody you really respect, somebody, somebody whose opinions you really value. When things are down for you, this is the person you meet and you talk to. And then they can help you make sense of things and figure things out. And then, of course, the sixth person you need in your circle, which is quite a controversial position, right? But this is somebody you definitely need in your circle. I call this person a fixer. Everybody needs a fixer. If you're running a business, you need a fixer. This is a person who can help you deal with complicated matters that need to be dealt with quickly or dutifully. This is somebody who is loyal to you, right? I'm not asking you to ask this person to do anything illegal, but this is somebody who will, who will jump very high for you. This is somebody who you get a call that you need to, 
that your, that your, 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 your company, your business needs to be represented in another city or in another country. This is a person you call and ask them to represent you and they leave everything they are doing and they go, they go for you. So this person could be one of your employees, it could be your co-founder, but this is somebody who will do, who will move things for you, right? And this is also somebody who helps you deal with things that you don't want to deal with directly. You know, sometimes as part of negotiation strategy, it doesn't help when the boss, that is you, it doesn't help sometimes when the boss is in the room, you know? There has to be that situation where you are negotiating with somebody and then that person says, I can't decide this thing, I need to talk to my boss, right? But if the boss is in the room, you cannot use that negotiation gambit. So your fixer is a person who goes in to represent you. He talks on your behalf, especially in those things you don't want to deal with directly because it might give you a negotiation disadvantage or reduce your ability to persuade the other side. So everybody needs a fixer. And sometimes a fixer can be your executive assistant, your personal assistant. It could be one of your employees. It could be somebody you mentor. You know, it could be a close friend. Everybody needs a fixer. Definitely. Definitely. Everybody needs a fixer. So at this point, let's, let's recap. I started this episode by talking about the need to surround yourself with the right people. Entrepreneurship may appear individualistic, but it really isn't. It's a team sport. You know, you need people on whose shoulders you're going to rise, right? You need, and these critical people are the people who have, who have your ears, right? These are people you listen to. These are people you approach when you need to make critical decisions. And I talked about six of them. I talked about the banker. I talked about the financial advisor. I talked about the importance of a business strategy advisor. Very critical. For those people who play, who understand the game of soccer or football, I like to see the, strategic, uh, the business strategy advisor as a midfielder, right? That is the person who, who controls the game, right? Because most of the game of soccer is controlled from the midfield, right? So, but pardon me, it's just a side, a side note, but that's how I see the central role of a business strategy advisor. And then a legal advisor, very important. You don't only look for your legal advisor when you're in trouble. They can save you a lot of time, a lot of heartache, a lot of trouble, a lot of money if you get them involved early on. I also talked about a personal guide, a confidant, somebody who helps you with handling the mental and emotional pressures of trying to build a business or even to aspire for success. And then I talked about uh, a fixer. A fixer is somebody you can count on, whether it's in, by midnight or any time. This is somebody who is willing to rise to represent you and do things you don't have to do directly or things that have to be done quickly and dutifully. This is the kind of person, uh, somebody you trust, somebody who can, um, who can really reach out and get things done for you. So at this point in the episode, let's talk about our favorite sponsor, Quesa. So Quesa is a platform that is creating access to market for African entrepreneurs and business owners. Imagine being able to export your products to the US, to Europe, to Canada, right? Or the Middle East. What that does is that you have access to customers who are much more likely going to appreciate your product and they're going to pay you more and you get to earn foreign exchange on top of it. I like to regard Quesa as Alibaba because what, what Alibaba did for China is exactly what Quesa is trying to do for African entrepreneurs. Alibaba put African um, uh, Alibaba put Chinese uh, small businesses on the map. It gave them access to the world. 
And these days, almost everybody uses Chinese-made products or products that are sourced from China. So if you're in an African country and you need to do business, you need to, you need to sell to customers in another African country. You need to start, you need to get on Quesa. If, you if, if you're producing things on the African continent and you want to access markets like the US, the UK, um, Canada, most countries in Europe or the Middle East, you need to get on Quesa. Now, Quesa is K-U-U-E-Z-A. K-U-U-E-Z-A. If you sell products, go to your app store, either on your Apple device or on Android, and search for Quesa Seller. Remember, remember, Quesa is K-U-U-E-Z-A. So search for Quesa Seller. And if you want to check out the products that are available on, this, on, the, on the platform, go to your app store and search for Quesa User. Quesa User. So you need to get on the train because this thing is really going to get big. You know, and um, I really thank Maxwell and the team for what they are doing, uh, how they are building this amazing product to create much more access to African products and give African entrepreneurs the opportunity to access um, lucrative markets. So at this point in the episode, there are four things I need you to consider. The first is to join the Insiders community. The Insiders is a community of entrepreneurs who are building businesses in over 20 plus countries within and outside the African continent. And one particularly big benefit of joining the insiders is at that point when you need to make an important, critical decision for your business, you can rub minds with people inside the community who have very likely gone through what you're going through right now, have made similar decisions. Some of them have made mistakes and you can learn from their mistakes. And you can also learn from what they learned when they went through that. So why make your own mistake when you can have access to people just like you who are building uh, businesses. So to learn more about the Insiders community, where you have direct access to me, to learn more about the Insiders community, check us out at smallstarter.com slash insiders. Again, it is smallstarter.com slash insiders. The second thing I need to think about is to tell your friends about this podcast. You are getting this premium content absolutely for free. All I ask of you is to reach out to your other smart friends and tell them about the Small Starter Business Podcast. We have over 60 episodes that they can listen to. We've covered topics from sales to how to raise money, how to start a business, how to find good business ideas, how to find a fantastic name for your business, all sorts. All of this is free, freely available and free of charge, right? So talk to your smart friends, tell them to sign up for the Small Starter Business Podcast. They can go on Google, search for the Small Starter Business Podcast and they're going to find us. If you've been listening to us for quite some time, you like the value that we provide. You have learned from what we teach. To give us a pat on the back, a five-star review will work, right? So if you're listening to this on an Android device or an Apple device, just check into your podcast app and give us a five-star review. It would be really nice to have that. But on top of that, the added benefit is that it's going to tell the algorithms that this is a podcast that people should listen to so that it can rank us higher on the podcast directly, on the podcast directory. So again, I will close this out by asking you if you've been listening to us for quite some time, what exactly are you waiting for? You're the kind of person we need inside the insiders community. Come, let's walk on the journey together as you start, grow, or turn around your business. Whatever challenges you have, it's better to run with a community of people. And that's exactly what we're talking about, surrounding yourself with the right people, right? You never know what connections 
you can make in there. Check us out at smallstarter.com slash insider. Now, it's important not to forget why we're doing this. Um, the goal of starting small is that you are not overwhelmed by your ideas, by your vision and your strategy. I am sick and tired of seeing people who have bright ideas. They've had those ideas for five years, seven years, 10 years. It could be a business idea that they've been trying to start, but never really came around to starting it. Or maybe they have a business and they've had this grand vision of growing the business and expanding it into other industries or other countries, but they never come around to, to doing these things. So dreaming big is not a problem, but dreaming big is important, right? You can't, you can't, fit, a, you can't fit a big life into a small dream. You need to have your, your dreams big enough. But big dreams are, are a waste of your time if you do not have a plan to execute. And our approach is to start small. You can take on big dreams, you know, when you go one foot at a time. The journey of a mile starts with a step and then another step and then another step and then you finish it, right? Even an elephant can be eaten if you eat it one piece at a time, you know, but if you try to consume it at once, it's going to overwhelm you, right? So always dream big, start small. That's what we stand for at Small Starter. And until the very next episode, I wish you all the very best. Stay safe. Be optimistic. No matter how hard things are, they're going to get better as long as you don't give up on what you're working on. I'll talk to you in the very next episode. Take care of yourself. Cheers. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Small Starter Business Podcast. To take our free business courses or join one of our signature programs for special entrepreneurs like you, head over to smallstarter.com to join our private community. See you inside.